Well, guys, here we are again. Uh, I want to ask you, do you remember what the episode, what the name of our first episode was? Episode zero zero, the episode. Not that one. Not episode zero. Episode the one. unreleased. Uh, episode why, why Bal- is everyone leaving Bowman crazy yeah. Bowman craziness? Yeah. Why is everyone no, no, leaving? Yeah, oh, yeah. you got it right there. Wait, that was it? That, that was, was it. Why is everyone leaving Because uh we had that was a that was a big story at the time we kind of wanted to talk about it. Who I can't remember like who it was that sparked us talking. It was I think a lot of the women were leaving. I think like five women left yeah. in yeah. one week. I was uh, like uh, Gabrielle Stafford. I think. Um, I think she was later. Was she later? She was a year later. Maybe it might have been later. Colleen Quigley left. Kate. Kate left. Kate had left that season. Um, I think. There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of them. So we kind of talked about it. <laughs> Should we do a part two to that today? <laughs> well, I would I would like to say Episode that one, part two. <laughs> episode one, part two, and except um, somebody's on the market. Yeah. Somebody's single and ready to mingle. Yeah, we got a new game show idea for everyone <laughs> that, that we'll be pitching. But yeah, we have so much to talk about today. Obviously, the big Grant Fisher story. We have a recap of our gala. We have a little bit to talk about in our lives. Training week one. And then also we had the big on summit this week as well. And then there was also a big story that dropped in the Ingebrigtsen world. I don't know if they have a name for like their equivalent of the, the uh, Marvel Universe. The Ingebrigtsen universe, whatever it is. The Ingeverse. In the Ingeverse. The Ingeverse. I, the ICU. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ICU. I mean, it doesn't. They got the it reality shows. Yeah. yeah, the ICU. Well, we've got an update in the ICU, and uh, I'll tell you what. A big shake up. That goes, I think. Yeah. A, big, a big shake up in the ICU. A big shake up in the ICU. <laughs> so, so much to talk about this week, but before we get into it, we do have a bean shout out and a couple of other things, but mm. firstly, the bean shout out, Ollie. Yeah, so we. Received these beans just recently from Anna, our local one. She works for on social media and um, helps us with doing interviews and all that sort of stuff. Um, what happened though, the, this, the journey for this bag to get to this table was a bit, was a long bit longer than expected because she gave them to Andrew Weeding, our operations manager at, uh, with OAC. And I think, uh, was it, I think he forgot. I think yeah, he forgot, and then he, he opened it up. And he apparently forgot to give he, them to uh, us for a few weeks. He, te- he tasted the sample, and you're not supposed to taste the have. sample. Yeah, so he might have opened it up and, uh, and grabbed a few beans, but... Just making sure they were right. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to make sure that we were getting the highest quality, but he eventually gave it to us when Anna actually came back for the summit. And yeah, asked him. And asked him where the beans, and yeah, but we got them. We finally got them, and... Uh, where are they and, from? Andy, apologize. So that's another cool story. They're all the way from Berlin once again. Two weeks in a row, beans from Berlin. And wow. the story behind that is she was wearing one of our shirts. At, like she went to the cafe wearing one of our shirts. And the barista was like, wow, it's a sick shirt. And then they got talking about it. And then I think she, I'm not sure if he gave her the beans or she just bought them. But yeah, that was the link to I us. I thought you were going to say the barista recognized it. But <laughs> thinking it was cool was a pretty good second. We yeah. were so sick close. So close. It's like, well, if he recognized them, that's one thing which is really cool. But also just being like, wow, that's a sick shirt. It's like Without cool in a different it. way. Yeah. Without we, knowing. Yeah, we've done well with that. But um, thank you, Anna, for these. These are going to be used very, very quickly, I imagine, because we are also running out of supply of beans. Now, so, we started on them today, I think. Yeah. Young. Isla? Isla Coffee Roasters in Berlin, I'm guessing? Seems to be. Yeah. The S is silent. I have no idea. I don't speak German. So yeah. Otherwise, it's like East. It doesn't look Isla. German. Isla or Isla? Isla. I-S-L-A. If it's German. Berlin. Otherwise, it seems like... 
Love it. I said Isla, part of the ICU. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to put that down and thank you very much, Anna, for those beans. Yeah, thank you. And a couple of other things. Our competition, the uh, Camelback competition, is now over. Submissions are closed. We're currently in the review process, going through the emails. We did last week, we had zero entries when we recorded. This week, we have about 10 and 10 to 15, I would say. So we're it's excited reasonable. to go through them. And the boys floated the idea of just giving everyone that submitted a bottle, which I think we possibly will do because mm-hmm. we have enough bottles to give out to everyone. And we appreciate those submissions a lot because we do recognize that for this competition, we were kind of asking a lot from you in terms of making a video and sending it, sending it in compared to previous competitions. We're not mad. We're just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to reward... The people yeah. that did do it yeah. to show you next time, you people that didn't do it, what you're missing out on. Damn right. And that you should go the effort. So that's the giveaway competition. We'll message all those people. Thank you for all the submissions. And then the last bit of housekeeping is we're going to start the New York Marathon hype train right now. Uh, NYC Marathon is, I think it's like, is it November 5th or 4th? Mm. Whatever the Sunday is. I think is. November 5th. 5th, yeah. So... We're going to be there and OAC is, I mean, on is doing like a big, big thing. We got the queen Helena Beery racing once again. And so the OAC, well, I keep saying OAC, but it's on, is putting together a cheer section and the coffee club is going to be there in force. And we want to try to get out as many fans as possible. And so we're going to try to do some cool things. And one of them is we're going to have shirts to give away to everyone that comes like custom made shirts for the event, which we'll put out. And Tom Wang actually had a really good idea to try like compile a list uh, of a database of every fan who's racing so get the fans to send in their like bib number or whatever so we know who to look out for mm. who's racing for coffee club and we can cheer them on and we can cheer you on so more details will come out about that next week or maybe on the instagram but just want to get that started um yeah we'll let you guys know all the information but we would love to try and meet as many of you as possible at the New York Marathon. Yeah. Or see as many of you as possible running past us. And we'll be cheering you on. So, Hell yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that more next in the coming weeks. But, on to the big news. And we are recording late this week because of the summit. And it is so fortuitous because... It's fate. It's fate. It's it really destiny. Was. Yesterday, the biggest news... Well, did the Inga Britson story come out yesterday as well? Or was that the day no, before? No, the day before, because I sent it into our group chat the day before. The day before. And, and I thought, wow, we've got something good to talk on the podcast. And then the, and then God just goes, you know what? I got something else. And Granted, we, hold my beer. Hold my <laughs> beer. Grant's Girls, season two. <laughs> Grant's Girls, season two. Premiere. Premiere of Grant Girls, season two. Um, Grant is leaving. He's leaving. He's, he's single. single. He's out of here. He's oh, single. Wait, do we know if he's actually single or in a relationship? We, we'll, we'll get Gus to check out the details, but <laughs> we'll fact check free we'll agent. that. But the man he's, is he's a free, free agent. agent. Man, it's. I, I was saying when I saw it, I was pretty shocked, and I don't like. I feel. I, I always think that we're pretty like on the loop with in, with this type of stuff, but this one took me really by surprise. I mean, no one was talking about this beforehand. No, because we Not knew, and I think we'll get into it now. We we know of some other high profile Bowman members that are like ninety percent leaving, like mm-hmm. almost certain, but none of them had announced. They got yet. one foot in the door. Yeah, yep. but, but like no one was talking about Grant. I mean, if you think about it, how like it's going into an Olympic year. He ran seven twenty five like four weeks ago or whatever it was. 
Uh, the year before that, he ran he ran the American record in the was it the five k and the ten k and the three k, like and the five k indoors, like four in one year. So it's like this guy seems like he's got it all set. However, one key change. What was that change? The team moved to Eugene. <laughs> the team. The team moved to fucking Eugene. And you know what? You know what? All these rants and all the shit that I've said. Somehow it's things very, have aligned in my favor. It's very because vindicated. It's very vindicated because I think I I wasn't at Florence 5K. I wasn't there. But Grant had a race that he didn't think was his best. And the chat in the cool down area was there was issues in Eugene. And there's issues with not being at altitude, issues with the team not getting the attention it needs. And this is just a, a repercussion from that. And honestly, it did shock me as well because, yeah, we're kind of on the loop with stuff. And we were all at dinner. It was the last night. We had the dinner with the summit. It was beautiful. And then all of a sudden, everyone's on their phone. It was like, like the Apple News app just came up and everyone's like, wait, what? Did this should happen? Like, yeah. it, was, it, was, uh, it was the talk of the, of the dinner from then on. But, um, yeah, they moved to Eugene and that's the consequence, I guess. You lose your – I would say he's the face of Bowman. Right, you guys would say the same. On the I say when you think about him, yeah, him and Elise are the are the two. Yeah, him and Elise Carney are the faces. Golden, the golden, yeah. the golden kids. Golden time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene has to be the the first domino. And when we say we're shocked that Grant left, I feel like as soon as they moved to Eugene, we were open to the idea of anyone leaving. That yeah. is true. Like we at heard, that point, we heard about all the discontent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at that point, you're like, all right, maybe someone will leave. But it took until. Well, the, the, is he the first to leave since they moved to Eugene? Like, cause maybe, you know, um, you give it, they're like, all right, fuck it. We'll give it a year. Yeah. I think some other people didn't move to Eugene, like maybe Amos. Yeah. Was he with them a year ago and then he left? I'm not sure. Well, the interesting thing. he left before or after that. Yeah. The, the interesting thing I heard, which was, this is, this is alleged. I don't know if this is actual true because I haven't got truth from Grant, but apparently the way that they found out that Jerry was moving to Oregon was that Grant was one of the references in the resume and they called him up. The university called him up. And said, oh, you know, you're coached by Jerry, blah, blah, blah. Like, can you talk about him? And then that's how Grant found out was he was on, like, he got a call from Eugene, Oregon saying that we're going to get I thought it job. was for the press release. Like, how do you feel about it? Oh, it could have been that too. But it, it, was, was, it was a call where he, he wasn't told. It was told. definitely a call. Yeah. He, it was a call and he wasn't told. And then I think he told the team and then the team told Jerry, like, hey, what's going on here? And Jerry's like, yeah, we're moving to Eugene. Yeah. Like, I can imagine if Grant was the first one to find that out. Well, I mean, if yeah. the mindset, like, has to be... In, in Grant's position, you have the best year of your life in, I mean, training, career, best year of your career, sorry, um, in Portland, doing their normal altitude stints. You finish that year and then your team uproots. And you're like, fuck it, all right, give this one year. He's injured, runs, comes like ninth in Florence, definitely tells everyone that he thinks being, out, being not altitude was like a factor in that. Mrs. Worlds, like this has got to be like so much discontent by the end of that year. Yeah, Obviously, he ran so well by the end because he is just he's like, official. He's one of the top five best runners in the yeah. world, probably yeah. at that distance. So it makes sense, but yeah, that's a but good you could see it coming. That's and, a good way of looking at it. And I think the altitude thing is a is a big one. And at yeah. some point, we'll get to supposed uh, relocations. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's going to be a big point. It's like it when, we, when we talked about Jerry taking the Oregon job and bringing all the Bauman stuff along with him and giving them also Oregon jobs. Like no one, there was no staff left. I don't think that had specifically a Bauman job. Mm. It was just like, how is that going to work? Like it didn't make any sense at all. Like we said how crazy it was. And yeah, the, the proof is now in the pudding because you got all this shit going on with Bauman. And then 
even like the, I don't even think the Oregon team is doing that well. Like I don't know. I haven't heard. I have honestly, honestly we haven't been anything. following yeah. co- college very well. We shouldn't. And, we shouldn't say anything just in case. Like I don't know. I, yeah, I don't and also he it. hasn't been there for that long, so yeah. it's like you wouldn't normally like be that hard on a coach after one well, year. I mean, Shalane Flanagan. Uh, this ben is Flanagan's this is his second cross season, though. Huh? Yeah, I think he took over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. I think. So this is his second. I Did mean, they make into double A's? I don't know. I know yeah, they're not no ranked idea. very high right now, and they did right. get really good recruits, but... I wonder if they're running. Another yeah. thing we don't know. Yeah, we don't know a lot Experts. about the college. Experts, yeah. Jerry, is, Was Jerry available for comment? No, not this time. Not this time. Is he, is he the Instagram? Was that his comment? Or? Maybe he does run the Instagram. Wouldn't That'd be, that be actually crazy? amazing if he was running the Instagram. He wrote that big caption. Yeah, Remember those few people that didn't get a Bauman uh, goodbye from the Instagram? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that at the time. That was kind of contentious, wasn't it? Mm. I can't remember who that was specifically. The funniest thing about the news is what what Garrett said. What did Garrett say? <laughs> I was in the gym and they were talking about it, and Riss was just talking about it, like you know, like oh, what what's the possibility? What's what's Grant gonna do? You know, like the move, like why? Anyway, you guys walking past with a ten pound dumbbell goes, whew, Mister Bullet, and they kept walking, and I was like, <laughs> what wait, what? Well, I'm mean? guessing he was recruited by Bauman and he didn't pick oh, it up. Yes, mm. and now I get it. Yeah, but I, I just thought I, it was just no context, and I was laughing my head yeah, off. 100%. That's what it means. Yeah, good so, old yard. What do we go to next? Where we, where we, we think Grant's going, or what we think the rest of the team <clears throat> is thinking? My hypoth- your, your best training partner just deserted your team. My, this is my hypothetical. You know what? And it's going to lead into Grant's girls because we're, <laughs> we're going to picture that he's single. We're going to picture that he's single. So, I think Grant's going to move to Denver and go on to Love is Blind Season 6. Is that where it's That's where it's place? in Denver. It's in Denver? It's in Denver. What? Recruiting's out now if you guys want to get into it. Good to know. Good to know. He'll move there and then he'll meet the love of his life. Be great. And then all of a sudden, he bumps into someone. It's Pete Julian. Hey, Pete. How you doing? <laughs> Pete Julian has a team in Portland. Everything was working well for you in Portland, particularly because you could go to altitude probably with the flexibility of Pete Julian's uh, United Airlines club. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking a Pete Julian move, personally. I think that would be the best. Who is the athlete, athlete that actually went on Love is Blind? There was like some athlete that... Like a track athlete? Can't confirm. There was like some athlete that... We're going to do some research on that. that. Medium retired for a little bit. Went on a... Like reality TV show. Was it Nick Simmons? There, there, like is, a, there is a girl. There is a girl from Australia. I don't know if it was Australia The Bachelor or if it was Love Is Blind or like The Shore or something. There was a girl from Australia. And then, but then came back to sport. I think that that one hundred percent happened. Yeah, I'm I'm finding that no, this can't be who you're talking about. It was just this is a former Ohio State athlete was on season four of Love Is Blind. <laughs> that's probably the Ohio that State niche for me. Yeah, that, that's probably not the one you're talking about. But Ollie, that's a really... I just imagined it. That's a really good... Uh, that's a Grant's girls confirmed that he'll go to Pete. And I think... That's this, suggesting that but, somehow Grant and Pete hadn't already talked. <laughs> no, uh, they probably all, didn't. They probably didn't. He probably was like Bauman, Bauman, Bauman. And then now I think if he looks... If I'm Grant Fisher, I'm pretty confident in my ability to be structured in my own life. I don't need... Yeah. The really strong structure of a of a team. Pete Julian, I think, could suit him because Grant's pretty smart. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders, and I think Pete will give him the flexibility of going to altitude if he wants to, staying in Portland where he probably has a life. And he like would a probably there. just do whatever, like he'd yeah, be like whatever you want to do. With yeah, it. he would give him the. I think he'd give him be the, like blank the first check. person to call him though. Yeah, Pete. I think so. Yeah, but we don't know where he's going. Maybe he's already confirmed no, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but I, that's what I mean. Like they've already talked. But I'm just. Probably, it's probably not, you're you're pretty much saying that you think they've already talked. Like, 
They'll probably talk before Grant gets on Love Is Blind, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's that it's the same. It's the same. I'm with saying the... that somehow they've, they've before Grant has applied for Love Is Blind, I think they might have chatted. I'm just saying there's two things to this. All right, one, if you look at it like a freaking murder mystery, the butler usually does it, and I'm thinking Pete Joyner is the one that's the butler. All right, he's the <laughs> one that's doing it. He's calling up Grant as soon as he knows, or he's a whisper, and Grant's thinking, you know what? I have freedom, I have flexibility, and I can do what I know is going to work for me. I want to go to Portland. in Olympic year. I'll stay. Yeah. Do you, number two, number two, think, Lover's think Blind. Think Lover's Blind would be great because I think Grant would be fantastic at the show and he'd win. <laughs> I agree. Which means he's, he's, winning, such, a winning, he's such a bachelor. Unless he's in a can relationship. Can you win that show? Uh, we win it by getting married. Multiple people can win, technically. Yeah, technically oh. you can win. But I would but say... it's not really winning. Well, it's winning knowing, in some way. Knowing Grant a little bit, I think he'd be great. So Grant, no, he would. Maybe he's like so humble. Yeah, he's like so smart. He could very talk nice about from Stanford, going to Stanford, Olympian. Like, who the, wouldn't want to marry him? Yeah, there's going to be a line at the door. Talk about growing up in Michigan. Mm. They'd have to change Grand the Rapids. name of the show. It would be Grant's, Grant's Girls. Girls. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be Coffee Club Presents Grant's Girls. And we'd be the hosts <laughs> that come out, and Gus brings in the ring. You know, it like surely can't be that hard for us to like. We could to, just set it up to fund that show, and make it happen. We'll have to talk, we'll have to get the CEO to sign off on it, but. Gus. Yeah, it should be fine. He's, he's into it. In this situation, though, Grant's girls, uh, P. Julian. <laughs> Did you uh, see the Citrus Mags post? They put like yeah, 20 yeah, coaches out yeah. there. I know, I know they're just doing it. They're, they're, they're kind of going down the route of like trying to be a bit ridiculous. So people say like, what are you guys talking about? There's no way he would go there. Bobby Kersey was on yeah, there. Like, <laughs> Bobby Kersey on the list. I see what you guys are doing. That's awesome. Actually, honestly, Grant, moving to Bobby Kersey would be the most flex move ever. I was like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going straight down to the 800 floor. I want to go to LA. Like, I'm just chilling. Yeah. No, no, Joe Bossard was on there. Bossard um, was on there. Andy Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Smith. Um, Chris Miltonberg. Hulk Hawker's mm-hmm. coach. Oh, yeah. Ben Thomas. Ben, Tom- ben Thompson. Yeah. So there's a lot those of those like, are Grant's girls in this situation. Yeah. I feel like, but we, we had the animation like Grant's girls, and then you have them like walk out. And <laughs> you have other coaches walking through like some smoke, and then they, and then they like you have the interviews where they sit down. And it's like I really need Grant. I really need this for my career. Like you have the Grant interviews. Grant is amazing. Them. Athlete. Yeah, I yeah. Can really take him to the next level. He shouldn't go. He this should be such a good show. And then they start bitching about each other, and Pete's like. He shouldn't go to Ben Thompson. That guy doesn't know what he can do with a great person like Grant. I know what I can do. And then you just have them like, oh, it'd be unreal. Wouldn't it be a good show? We should make this happen. Gert. 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 surprise guest comes in. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm going to coach him. Oh, He's got no choice. There'd be a surprise guest. Like, it's like, you know how they bring people back? Jerry comes in. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> He's like, give me another chance. Please. Give me another chance. It won't happen again. Oh, it'd be so good. We're going to make this happen. Oh. Alright, so that's oh, that's man. the most likely scenario, but I think the second most likely scenario, which I th- I feel very confident about this, just based on what the other Bauman people have done. I think once you've been in Bauman for as long as Grant has, four years, I think. Four years, man, that's like, a long time. The system, they have a system. I think they know what works for them, and they feel pretty confident about it. And I really got this vibe from I spent time with Matt Hughes after he left Bauman. And then also seeing what Woody did last year. I think these guys feel so confident in coaching themselves and just going to Flagstaff from January 1st. I think, I don't know where Grant will be based in like this time of year, like in the fall. Maybe he'll just like be in Texas or something, but I'm sure he does want to train with people. But I'm so confident that he will like somewhat coach himself for a little bit and then he'll end up in Flagstaff and he'll be working out with Mike Smith Elite. And I don't know if he'll necessarily be full-on coach by Mike Smith or, or not. But that's I mean, 90% of his athletes. But the, the, the one thing that really makes me like maybe not sure about it is that 
he's such a direct competitor with like Abdi and we know and Woody. So is Woody though. So is Woody. But I also think that Woody and Grant will end up together because I think that they really like each other and they like training together. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll end up together. So maybe that'll be like what it takes to get Grant training with Mike Smith Elite. But I think he'll be in Flagstaff and he'll be like, yeah, I want to do some bigger workouts with some good training partners and it'll end up being Mike Smith Elite. So he'll be like half coaching himself, half Mike Smith Elite. Mm. I think the 5K PR average of those four guys oh my God. is like maybe like 1250 ridiculous they're instantly the best like squad in the world Mm. best 5k squad in the world easily best 5k so i think that's like kind of a boring answer but that's what i that's probably the most realistic it's like how does he get to denver it has to be (laughs) he's not going to come to boulder because dathan is not one of grant's girls in this situation because unfortunately unlike unlike in football or basketball or something it's not actually a free agent Mm. he isn't if only he could actually be released from his contract That'd make it. That'd make Honestly, it. Honestly, the, hey, the show the show would be so much cooler. We don't know the information. No, we don't. Maybe maybe something happened. We don't know. Maybe but, he put that clause in his contract. But if he was really smart, if Ritz got that yeah. call, I could imagine the first thing he would say to him: "What makes you think you could be part of our team?" <laughs> and then he'd have to go on about you know like, like "Have you seen what Yara's doing in training? There's no way." Good God, man, the legs are twigs. <laughs> I think personally, with Ritz, if you got that phone call with Grant, Ritz is a firm believer in like a, a group visit, which I would think is stupid with Grant because we all know him but I think Nathan would want him to like be passed through around the team and say nah. is Grant your girl go to all the people in the team is Grant your girl and if everyone gets to confirm yes then he I could think, join the team but I think the Nike people are just going to be holding on to them for deal, deal I life. think Grant would have whatever this show's equivalent is of like an immunity pass where because he's the American record holder in the 5k 10k you can't say no to him mm. There's no way you can say no. Yeah. You look in these eyes and you're just like, I can't say no to this guy. Here's a question though. Based on recent history of Woody leaving and starting to coach himself, and I don't know how many weeks it took, but it wasn't very many. Double threshold. How many weeks do you think it takes until Grant is running double threshold? I because you, I think that's another I reason. I start week one. <laughs> I think Mike yeah. Smith is better coaching Jerry. I'm going to say it. And did, you guys, did you guys hear that? Wow. Wow. That's Grant impressive. was talking about like he was pushing the boundaries this year with Jerry, like running more than he ever had before, apparently. These are the things he said in an interview, I think. And and got hurt. But they, they obviously do like those big single workouts. Mm-hmm. Goes to Mike Smith, starts splitting some stuff up. Pushing the limits of like, in another way. That's a that's I reckon a he does point. it like next week, probably. Next week, I, I could <laughs> you, see You it. guys are missing a key point with the Flagstaff stuff. If he's living there, how's the Bachelor life treating him in Flagstaff? Really, realistically. You guys are thinking on the wrong side. I think you'd do great in Portland. What do you mean? George found he's, he's loving Flagstaff. Yeah, but George is in college. Grant, I think, is too old to be sitting in the lectures. Maybe he's not. Maybe he could do his <laughs> PhD or something. Worked but, well for another um, athlete. Who are we talking oh about? Oh, God. Who are we talking <laughs> about? Sorry. <laughs> I remember us talking about this on the podcast. I actually oh, can't God. Remember who it was. Oh, no, I just remembered. <laughs> Sorry, this is a... Something that we actually can't see on the podcast. No. Um, continuing okay. on. <laughs> I don't know if we're Port- talking about the same thing. Portland, <laughs> I think Portland is going to have the system for, for Grant's girls. But Flagstaff, I haven't been. So maybe there's a Grant girl out there. For, you, know. you don't know what Grant's into. He might be into a, a mountaineering type lady. Well, you know we can get that. <laughs> Where? Boulder. Boulder, <laughs> if he comes here, the always... Um, no, oh, you just get a tit girl wearing 
yeah. mountaining, yeah. mount, wearing yeah. hiking clothes yeah. to make it look like. Honestly, <laughs> I, got, I, I shouldn't be picturing it, but like I'm going to keep, you know, stirring it up. Grant on OAC would be hilarious though. It would be actually funny if he was on the team because like be so cool. he'd be the nice guy that everyone just like would be able to like just oh there's Grant you know yeah it's Grant it's Grant yeah it's Grant we can make a little little jousting little joshing around yeah, yeah. Uh, he would be so loved on the team that'd be amazing but to answer your question George about the double threshold I think he probably will start doing it because I think it's like I think it's common sense to do it. Hmm. Oh, I shouldn't say that because we don't do it. But well, it's but, common sense in that situation. Like for him, but the thing with Woody is, so when Woody came to Boulder, the difference between Grant and Woody is, I think, I mean, Grant did get injured, so maybe he does feel the same way. But when I talked, I asked Woody why he was doing the double threshold, and he pretty much said, he he was like, well, at Bowman, like we just train so hard all the time. Like their threshold is like harder than the threshold, is what he told me. And so he's like. And I've done that for so long. So I kind of just want to try to do the opposite and change it up. And so he really wanted to do something different training-wise. I'm not sure how much Grant wants to do something different training-wise. You know what I mean? Like maybe he still does feel like he wants to keep doing the same thing. But I think it just works. So I think he probably will start doing it pretty soon. And um, yeah. He could also just like jump in double threshold and then push it harder than the other boys. Like, is Mike going to stop him and, like, kick him off if he's going to go? Hey, do pretty hard double threshold. Well, there you but go. But that's not, that's not the point, though. Well, the, the harder training. Yeah, but if you're doing double threshold, I think you're no, also... I think that's the easier training. You, yeah, you're also... I think if you're choosing to do double threshold, you're choosing to do slower threshold. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, so so you're saying that he couldn't just go, well, this is this training really worked for me, but I hated to move to Eugene. If I move to Mike Smith's group, I want to keep that training of, like, just running harder than threshold. He won't be able to do that with double threshold. Mm. You don't I don't think, think he'd be smart. I don't think. I think. I think he could. He could pull. I think he'd choose one or the other. Okay. I think he'd want a clean break. I reckon he's down to try just something. Just a reset. I reckon a few of them don't think it's sustainable to train like yeah. that forever. Like the Bowman way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And he's so smart, and I think he's also so confident in like how good he can be off like probably any training. He's pretty handsome too. He's really he's good just looking. He's <laughs> <laughs> really good looking. Oh, Grant. I think you, you watch like Luis and Abdi run and race and like it's it's clear that something's working. Something is working for mm. those guys. It's the Mike agree. Smith it's Mike Smith pepper in the seasoning. It is. The Mike Smith effect. Yeah. They, so, I mean it it obviously is like uh they they do push the limits, but if you're I think you're you're as good as Grant, then you think that you can handle it. Yeah. I mean they, they do push the limits, but uh that's probably what Grant was doing at Bauman with the big VO2 max sessions. Cause like, I think that's the way it, it ends up being is like, yeah, you want to keep your threshold like contained, but I don't, I still don't think anyone has an issue with like on those big sessions, like really getting after it. Mm. And I think Mike Smith's guys do it. Bauman does it. We do it. Like the, the big sessions are going to be very big no matter where you are. And that's where it's really important to have the training partners to help you like, do crazy stuff and the environment too yeah and because that's yeah it's crazy like just think back to like the mile that you guys did in training i think like before that you would have never thought that the whole squad could do that in the way that you guys did that i would think until you had each other and you went and did it like it seemed like a big deal and then after speaking to you guys you you were like yeah it just like it was mm. hard, but like it was very doable. Well, even Giannis, like Giannis talking about it, because he's never done anything like that before. He was like, it was crazy how 
we can we we handled that that yeah. part of the workout so yeah you're right i i wonder with this with grant's girls season two um when he's going to announce it surely it would be soon i get i might just depend on like some things he's got to work out because maybe he doesn't know but if you, it's you like woody, would, it, woody I, like if it's like woody like he couldn't ever really announce it because as we know mike smith elite not a team it's not a team it's obviously as a team so but like woody can't woody can never say yeah i'm on that team because you know it's not a team so the more time it takes the more likely it is Mike Smith. Yeah. i still i still think grant grant's leaving now i think he's smart enough that he already has his answer on where he's going he's just he wouldn't leave bowman without the next step but that's surely. why that's why i said i i wouldn't be surprised if he feels confident that he would coach himself for a little and bit and go to flagstaff at least for the fall because that's what matt hughes did and that's what woody did they both were like i know i can coach myself and I'm going to go to Flagstaff January 1st and... And then try and sneak into some workouts with Mike Smith. Well, because that's like the way it works in Flagstaff. It's compared to here in Boulder. It's much more communal. Yeah, like for the big workouts, like if you're there and you're really good, people will be like, yeah, I'd love to have you come help my workout. So it could play out like that, you know? Who knows? But the next question that George brought up earlier is the rest of the squad. And I think all of us would feel the same way. We feel, I think... Like, I feel really bad for the people who just joined the team. Charles Higgs, Duncan Hamilton. Justin Knight. Justin Knight. Who all would have been like, that's like, I'm looking up to that guy. Which, and then, I mean, there's still so many amazing athletes on the team. Uh, Sean McGordy, for example, we know he's known for like crushing. Sean McGoatee. Mm. Sean McGoatee. Yeah, that's, that's him. So it's not like, it's not like everyone's gone, but Grant is a big, is, is the biggest. So mm. that does kind of suck because when you... I mean, we know how it is. People give up like lots of money sometimes to go join Bauman. And part of what you are expecting to receive is Grant Fisher as your training partner. So that's got to be kind of tough. And that's just like sucks. But shoot, I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about what we know about other people leaving? Well, okay. So Coop, the Cooper one, like I've seen Trackstar like said it as if it's like or official. if Chuck's saying it we can definitely say it no, Cooper's but, leaving Bowman no but like people have said it as if it's official but I don't think it is official it's not official but there, isn't that saying well they're saying that he's moving with Holcocker to Ben Thompson's group in um, Virginia Virginia Blacksburg. he's going back to yeah. VT which is um, where, which where's that sense. where's Virginia I'm not sure uh, do you actually know where Virginia is George it's in like where in the if world. I gave you a map of the United States actually no the world could you like point at Virginia? I would be pretty confident. Yeah. Mm. All right, do it for sure. <laughs> yeah, do it. Just do it. Um, Bring up a blank state there. But yeah. I don't know if I could say where Blacksburg was. Could you? I, it's, on I heard, it's on the east. It's on the east. It is on the east. On the east. Is it? Yeah. I would have said I will. I would have said the opposite because I heard it's at a little oh, bit altitude. Blacksburg. I don't know if Blacksburg yeah. is on the east. I would uh, want to say that's at the other end of the state. So the Virginia state is in the central. No, the state is on the east. We're talking about if the city is on the east. Oh, no, I'm just talking... State. Oh, okay. So yeah, that the state is almost on the coast. Oh, okay. I think it yeah. is. Well, it's like what touches are we, DC. Are we the central? It like touches DC. Colorado? Colorado's We're central. pretty central. We're pretty bang in the middle. We're pretty central. A little um, west of central. All right, let, let's get back Black, on... Black, Black, apparently it's altitude. Is altitude. It really? It's not actually... It's like 2,500 feet. Does that do anything? Uh, it, might, Gus? It, might, it might help Gus. Gus, are you the science expert here? Does 2,500 feet do Gus anything? would struggle. It's at 2,000 feet. Population 2, of 45,000. 
I think 30,000 of those are students. <laughs> Arian code 504. God, what else do you want to know? know? What else do we want to know about Founded Cooper's new home? 1798. <laughs> oh my God. That's that, an old city. that must be a chiller place. They play uh, Metallica before every football game. Seriously? Oh, they're mm. that one. They're that one. That's pretty sweet. Um, anyway, we... So how official is that? We don't know. Probably... We probably... should have got Cole on this one. He's somewhere in Colorado. Is he? Yeah. Cole Hawker is. Yeah, well, apparently that group is going to be doing training camps at altitude, and we know that they like coming to Boulder. They so do. There's, like there's a good chance that so they're all going to in Boulder. Yeah, that all the OTC, I don't know what they're called now, but. Who's fun? Do they have a sponsor? I think Cole sponsors them. <laughs> <laughs> the Cole, Cole Hawker's OTC. Cole Cocker Elite? Cole Cocker Elite. I, Cole I, I yeah. actually have no idea how it works, but I'm pretty sure. Like, Cole, or is it New Gen Elite? You no, can't, you can't say that. It's not new, generally. You can't say um, that. But if Cole's moving, if Cole and Cooper are back, the CCs are back together. Great chips, by the way. Um, I think that would be pretty much confirmed, hopefully soon. Because the the way it's been talked, you would expect Cooper to respond to that kind of noise. Like if we heard, if people were saying, "Oh, Gus is 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 leaving Coffee Club. He's going to sit and kick," we would know. <laughs> we would know. And the fans would know because he wouldn't be turning up. He's here right now. He's not going to sit and kick. He would be turning up. And that's the key is that it is close to the time when most professional teams have, together. To, be, have to be back turning yep. up. So, so we'll find if out Cooper's then. not there... We'll find out in the Instagram team. feed on the, on the um, stuff. But also, can we talk about the other one? I don't know if we can. George, I'll let you... Start. <laughs> I have no idea if we can do that. We could just say that there is another one. There is a person that is very familiar with Colorado that might be. <laughs> you just gave it away. <laughs> well, I guess everyone everyone's familiar with Colorado in yeah. some way, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Either way, that we. My I, question is, and this is a genuine question. I'm not being a dickhead. Studies. I'm not being a dickhead. This is my genuine question. Do you think balance is going to dissolve? Because I think mm. Jerry's starting to... I think Jerry's committed to the, the college program. I think that's what he wants to do. That's what he's passionate about. And he'll be really good at. I don't think he can do this balance thing anymore. I think it's going to dissolve. I think this could be the straw that breaks the camel's um, leg. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were searching for some way to, to make that. No, you didn't. Different. No, you didn't. No, no. I saw the way, you looked, completely in, I saw the way you looked in my eyes. I was like, it's completely he's, natural. He's not going to say back here, is he? <laughs> he's going to say something different. You're completely natural. But I think this could be the end of Bauman. Well, I think there's still some really key people there. So I think while they're there, it will still exist. But I 100% see what you're saying. And the sad thing is that I had heard at one point because back in the day, back when I was looking at joining. Bauman, Jerry was trying to get the job as the head coach at UNC for a little bit, which is like a really random thing. And apparently he was really frustrated at, uh, it's funny because like he was kind of frustrated, like the Stanford guys, like Grant and stuff. He was frustrated at the level at which they were at training wise coming out of college. So he was saying, I want to go to college and make these guys train harder so that when they get to the pro level, they're more ready to handle my training. I do remember that. Like that was like a thing. And now it's just like, well, how's that going to work now? Because that's still probably what he's thinking about. Yeah. But like all your good pros are gone. Like it doesn't even work anymore. So recruiting wise, it's not looking good either. Yeah. Just recruiting in general. Like if you're an NCAA star and you're coming out of college right now, Bauman probably like a few, yeah, even last year was probably your pick, you know, like one of the best teams in the world. And now it's yeah. like, shit. Like, I'm, but if all these, all these people leave that we think are going to leave, you would have to think that like Jerry would feel so... I hate to say it, but he's probably so like emotionally attached to these people. Like, well, I don't know if emotionally attached is the right way of saying it, but he's 
like coaching them would really excite him. Like coaching Grant would really excite any coach, you know. So when you lose people like that, it's got to definitely make you question a bit more. And then he's it got this whole Oregon thing. Could well. push him into the Oregon thing even more. You know, Grant's gone out of my control. I'm going more into developing these guys at, at, with the Ducks. So. I almost think Bauman just needs a new coach. I feel yeah. like Chris Zielinski should will just that'd be crazy. We'll just split. Yeah. Well, well no, well, he's, he's got a job with Oregon. Yeah, but apparently he's like does more Bauman stuff. Oh, so so he is actually like the Bauman coach. I don't actually know. <laughs> Jordy, you're just yeah. telling us now. That's um, big news. Fact, yeah. 100% fact. That's that's right. Yeah. Let me just go with it. I, yeah. Well, they could see that. It's necessary. They're going to need... It's necessary. A pro team needs a new coach. You know who they, you know who they should put in there? Bobby Kersey. <laughs> what do you think he would prescribe them? I don't know, but like he wins gold medals. You want gold medals <laughs> in the distance, put Bobby Kersey in charge. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good idea to just get rid of the Bauman thing and then maybe revamp it somewhere else. It's not going to work in Eugene. If he... If Denver. He, yeah, <laughs> bring them to Denver. Denver. Denver? Love is Blind Season 6 is about to happen. You've got to get in here You in know time. where I think the Nike group should be? Where? Salt Lake. Salt Utah. Lake? Did I you, think you that would be the best place. Really, I don't know if you can live there all year. No, but like you really it's the same with, same with Boulder. You I definitely think it's can. Yeah. And there's a person in Salt Lake who just got married who was mm. a Bowman. I have no idea who you're talking about. Matt Sensuous. Oh, he got married uh, in Colorado. But he lives in Salt Lake. Does he? Yeah. He has a house in Salt Lake. So I think I think that's where Grant did a lot of his training. I think that's where Bauman did a lot of their training. And it's really good training in Salt Lake. Well, I guess they did. They were there for months. They come down to Salt Lake. They were there for months. Well, maybe they could go higher later in the year. But I'm thinking based-wise, like living Salt Lake City. I don't know if anyone wants to do that. I think they should dissolve Bowman and put it in in, in, uh, Salt Lake City. And then Utah can have Love is Blind Season 7. So I think Chris Lindsay takes them to... I don't actually know where. Would you would you keep them in Eugene? Do you think like Christmas mm. goes just leave and then just be completely separate, or do you reckon he's always going to be? I think they got to leave Eugene. Yeah, I think we. I, I agree. With I that. think we we take all the current Bowman athletes. We ask them where do you guys want to go. We we teleport them there, and then Jerry does what he wants to do at Oregon. He coaches a class that he recruits for four or five years, and then they become pro runners, and then they stay with him, and they start new. And then they re. This is the revamping of the Oregon Track Club as well. Mm. And then the Oregon Track Club is actually like ex Oregon runners. Mm. Not Shoemaker Elite. Shoemaker Elite also rolls off the tongue very nicely. I was thinking, uh, what about this side move on buys Bowman and just calls it the BAC? What's that stand for? Bowman Athletic Club. Makes sense. We just buy them. How much do you, do you remember one time we were asking how much OEC? What were we talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, we were talking about Coffee Club or OEC. Both. <laughs> how much they're worth? How much do you reckon Bowman is worth? Bowman? I reckon probably. Well, now that Grant left, probably point, like one they just four. their shears just freaking <laughs> tanked. They just lost a lot of value. <laughs> they should have sold. They should have sold two days ago. Yeah, I think I they peaked. We, we should have shorted them. Well, we didn't. Do we think? I, so. <laughs> I think Bowman is over the peak, no matter what they do, though. You reckon? Yeah, I can't see them getting back to the day. As Justin Bieber said, never they say like, never, but mm. what, they won four medals a couple of years ago. See, the Beebs came back. The Beebs came back. Yeah, when he when he went into so Tropical House, yeah, when he went into Tropical House. It really was a good reinvention. So he came I'll, back. I'll give them the leeway for one major reinvention because up to this point, I guess moving to Eugene was kind of a reinvention, a very negative reinvention. But I'll give them one backwards. more chance for a reinvention. That was, that was, yeah, that was a pretty backward step. I I would hate 
as a track, as a person in track and field and as a fan, I really hate Bowman to dissolve. But I think it it's more likely to happen now. Unless they do something drastic like move the team away from Eugene, get a new coach, or just fucking restart something else. I hope it just happens slowly so we have more to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, if it dissolved next week, we'd run out of topics. They give us. So I mean, no, it would be a great topic for next week. <laughs> we just talk about the history of Bowman. But I mean, hey, it's it's crazy. The the environment in pro world is crazy. Like from the past, ever since we joined as professional athletes, look how much has changed. Yeah. Just, like it's crazy. You never you'd never think when I signed my contract as a professional runner that Bowman would be where it is. I would never think that. Especially because we, we're, we're the we're the generation that grew up like worshiping Bowman. Yeah. Like they were the good guys and they were also the successful guys. Like, everyone wanted to be part of their team. They were the good guys. They were the Patriots. The good old days. The Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and people hate the Patriots. And, well they're the Patriots now, they suck. Oh they're the Patriots now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Patriots is what uh, we? basketball. No, uh, what flag football? What team are we? Flag football. <laughs> are you? What team are we? <laughs> should, we go, should we go to the Olympics in flag football? <laughs> yeah, why are they adding flag football? We could definitely put Gus in. He could be our manager with <laughs> the headphone on. I thought he was gonna be our lineman. <laughs> he could be our lineman too. Actually, he'd knock people out, man. Yeah. Jump for the ball. I have been loving those videos. <laughs> it's like when a running back <laughs> comes in against a, it's like a, a Finnish primary school teacher. <laughs> what are you talking about? Where have you been seeing these videos? <laughs> I've never seen George laugh this much before. Wait, so it's a flag it's football. It's too late. We've been... It's a flag football and, the, and, the, and just runs into a teacher. No. Yeah. <laughs> Is that pretty much it? Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good though. Um, I see this video. I, no, they're just, football, they're just NFL videos. Uh, Someone getting uh, crushed saying that it's like uh, a primary it's, school teacher from Finland or something. What it's going to be like. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like an NFL L player. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well, the NFL is encouraging it. They're encouraging their uh, players to be part of that team. Um, so what team are we? Yeah, what are we? That was what it... What team are we? What NFL team do you think we most represent? Oh, easy. Cincinnati. Bengals? <laughs> Who's Joe Barrett? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Clayton? <laughs> no. Tim is obviously Yard. <laughs> obviously Yard. That's a tough one. Or we could be the Chiefs. I don't know enough about football. We could be the Chiefs. Comparison. We could be the Chiefs. The Chiefs are just like... Whatever really manager looks the most like Reds, I think that would the be Chiefs. the funniest. The Chiefs, for sure. <laughs> also, like... I don't know what the managers are doing. You know, the Chiefs, because, you know, we're Swifties, so... Good reference. Shout out to Travis Kelsey. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Do you guys think we've talked about Bauman for long enough or should we talk about them some more? <laughs> I think um, Grand Scales is concluded. Do you think we'll get the green light on that? We'll have to talk to producers. But yeah. I think personally, like, if you look at Grant and obviously our coffee club fans will know Grant, um, he's an easy sell. Yeah. Easy sell. So yeah. that's not our problem. It's just about us <laughs> getting on front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. And be able to hold a straight face. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's enough for Grand Scales. So maybe if... You, no, we shouldn't do this. But if you want to submit an application to Grand Scales, slide in our DMs and we can start putting together something. Yeah, we'll, we'll set you guys up. We'll, we'll, we'll get some budget for it. I'm, I was wondering... And we'll film it. I was wondering if Grant would come on our show. We'll, we'll talk about this more off. off have, we, have we ever asked him? Have we, have you ever I kind of asked him, but it was kind of... like I felt like... Those guys. It was like asking me out a year ago. I felt like they had a bit of a there was a bit of a bitter taste in their mouths just 
because they felt protective over Bauman and we'd said bad stuff about Bauman. And like, I understood it. Like I asked Woody, I'm closer with Woody and I asked him to come on. He's like, no, I will never come on your show. But he said that. And I think maybe that would change because that was when he had just left Bauman. So yeah. it was more fresh, but he's like out of principle, I can't come on your show. Out of, out of respect, I haven't called them Bauman Movement Track Club yeah. this episode. So not yet, not, not until yet. now. So maybe he would, but um yeah, that's the crazy Bauman Grants Girls fiasco. Mm. So cannot wait to see where it takes us next. But the next big thing for us to talk about is we have a lot. I think we need to do a little bit of a gala recap just because we hyped it up last episode to give our fans some closure. Um, if you're in my Discord, Tom Wing was streaming it for about three minutes. So <laughs> it was a bit of a virtual party going on. But uh, we... We ended up throwing together a pretty good bash, I would say. And a lot, thank you to Tom Wang. Like, he came through once again and saved the day. I would say we were slightly more prepared this year than last year. Because we had a meeting about it before. But, but still, we couldn't have done it without him. And I think all of us thank pulled you, through in the end to Thanks, make it into a good party. Thank you, everyone who came. Yeah. Um, we were going to, like, okay, so this is kind of my assessment of it is like, I had like plans for the party kind of. Not plans, but I had like a bit of a list of like, oh yeah, we should do this at this time. And then as soon as the party started, which was really early, by the way, people were here at seven o'clock, which we didn't even we showed up on time. <laughs> we're like, what's going on? But as soon as like we started going on, I just like was out of it mentally. I was like, time to let it go. Whatever happens, happens. And so I felt like it was a good time. A bit. I wish there was more dancing. That's my one main gripe is I wish there was more dancing. Uh, and I wish that we had announced a king, king and a queen because we, we had the we had the crowns. We, we the had crowns. it ready to go. So we, we crowns. We had it. Well, no, we it was crowns. funny at the end of the night. Um, not to call them out, but at the end of the night, um, Charlie Lawrence and um, Allison, they came late, and I think they they weren't in, they weren't in costume because they were late to the party. Right? No, no, no. That's that's my bad. Yeah, but I'm just telling you. I invited you, him they, like two hours. Yeah, they, they came late. Like they got a late invite. They came in. They weren't wearing anything. They're not having a good time. Anyway, I was seeing during a speech or like a drinking thing, I saw them both wearing the crowns, I think just to try and blend in with <laughs> everyone not. else in fancy. So I, I gave them kudos for that when I saw that. But um, yeah, we did have a king and queen thing. We didn't really announce it. Do you want to like unofficially, officially announce? I think we should. Yeah. What do you think, George? Do you think you have, have a person in mind or people in mind? Um, I'm trying to remember. George just backed out the whole thing. <laughs> George, George was not present was, at the, at my, the gala. So maybe we can each do our own. Um, okay. I can't think of a queen off the top of my head. Do they, wait, do they have to be together? No, not? no. But so the easy one for me, for my king, is a man by the name of George Kelly. Do you guys know who that yeah. is? Yeah. And he just... He just always turns up and just has such a good time and brings like the energy, brings the dance. He's like the first one to start dancing when it's like really awkward and no one wants to dance. And like, so that's like one of the most important things. And what makes it even more special this year is I invited him like the day before. And the way that I invited him is I asked him like, hey man, because I know he lives in Colorado, but I don't know exactly where he lives. I'm like, hey man, are you in the Boulder area? And he was like, yeah. And... I was like, oh, well, we're having this party tomorrow if you want to come. He's like, sweet, I'll be there. And then when he turned up, I found out that he took Boulder area very loosely. And he had driven four hours to come (laughs) from Alamosa. (laughs) 
That is not the Boulder area. <laughs> you literally what? said Boulder area, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I know where Boulder is. Like, <laughs> he's four hours to come here. <laughs> that and is so impressive. He's bad. So, what a legend. What a nice legend. Yeah. Well, I think that is deserving. Yeah. What's your queen? I don't know. I was just with... Ugh. I was just with Sinta. I can't like. Is that a cop out to say? No, no. You can say Sinta. Sinta yeah. was my queen because uh, I liked her outfit a lot. Uh, and we had a good time. We danced together. So yeah. you kind of took my king away from me, but I'll <laughs> I'll say another one. I'll say another one. I I'm gonna say Tom Wang, and the reason why I say Tom Wang is when you think of fantasy and stuff, people think of like you know dragons, <laughs> witches, goddesses, all these different, even sci-fi characters. People could turn up as sci-fi characters. Um, but a lot Tom, of Harry Potter's, by the way, lot of, like, extreme amount of Harry Potter's. I'm pretty sure if people looked over our fence, they'd be like, "Why is a Harry Potter party and somebody wearing a yeah. freaking goddess costume?" Anyway, it was like half the party. Yeah. Half the party was Harry Potter's, which is great. I mean, there was a lot of left ones as well. If you left your one, we, we'll reach out to you and send it via post because I think a lot of people left their ones in the backyard. It just sticks. Yeah. But in general, um, my king, I'm going to say Tom Wayne because he went as a surf. As like a peasant servant, and he was like in character, like two days out from from the guy. He just kept going, like Morgan, be like, "Hey, Tom, can you do this?" And he goes, "Of course, my lord." Like he'd be, he'd be in character, which was hilarious. Um, but he also like we had a we had a painter, face painter, which was fantastic. Um, that was a lot of fun, and people really got behind that. So thank you for that. That turned up and participated in the uh, face painting. But Tom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get some bruises." And I remember like during the night, had a few drinks. I'm starting to, you know, start to feel it. And I just look at Tom, and he looks like he's been beaten to a pulp. He had a black eye piece on. <laughs> he, just, he was just uh, a peasant, and I thought it was hilarious. And I give my peasant my king, so I give him the king title. Wow, the, what a what a story! Yeah, what a, what a what a what a from surf to king, just like that. What a what an absolute transition. Um, as for my queen, I, I want to give it to Big Al. Alyssa, Alyssa. Um, Snyder's girlfriend, because she was dressed as Padme, and I can tell she put a lot of detail and effort into it. Sci-fi fantasy, kind of, we're meshing it together here, but I really loved her outfit, because then uh, her boyfriend Snyder uh, wore like, actual Jedi robes. He had like Anakin. They were very, they were outfits pretty were some awesome, the and I, the Padme that uh, had was great, so I'm going to give her my queen, so... Nice, George. I'm gonna give Nick Harris. Yeah, yeah. King I'm happy he got it because we had to come playing back live. Playing he live was great music. as well. He was fantastic. So that was definitely that was huge. the highlight of the party as well. Definitely. And the funny story behind that was I was I was getting really nervous because I don't know if this was part of his bit, but he kept telling me he was too nervous to perform. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at the time, I was like, "Yeah, Nick, you should probably like perform soon before people get like." too like crazy or anything and he was like no no i can't do it my lips he kept saying my lips are chapped <laughs> kept saying, my lips are chapped my lips are too dry i need a drink and uh but then eventually it took like a good like 45 minutes for it to actually get him to do it and then as soon as he switched on into performer mode mm. he wasn't just a singer he was a performer comedian, comedian. He, was, he was in character as a jester he was and he got good laughs as well like good je- like good yeah. laughs it the was crazy great. thing is he was playing like all original music yeah like that was like all like his own songs and like so and people were dancing having a great time so great pick very 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 well deserved yeah. and then I better give Jenna Queen because it was her birthday like, it was Jenna's Jenna's giving, our, giving our partners yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a cop out but we have to you can give song your second queen if you'd like yeah <laughs> think about think about with cowboy boots though like 
don't know if that's beating Padme. It is tech. It, it actually so it, it does give out. a good layer of it. It yeah. does give a good layer of it. It definitely works but, um, for her. I, I, did, did you hear the outfit that she had planned? That was like, I was like, sci-fi, I can't do it. It's a Jabba the Heart <laughs> Princess <laughs> Leia outfit, slave outfit. What? I was just going to be a big fat Jabba the Heart and she was going to be... I would have loved to see how, how could you, you put line through that? Huh? Because it's not because I was like, oh, we gotta do more fantasy. You can't do like sci-fi. Because then, like when I was talking to like, and I wanted to be a wizard. I really wanted to be a wizard yeah. so bad. Oh, I mean, your wizard was very good. I wanted to be a wizard so bad, but but I think she she thought it was funny, so which I thought would be hilarious. But I was like, that's more sci-fi. How would you have dressed up yeah. as Jabba the Hutt? They have like an inflatable one. You can oh, buy on Amazon. just a massive Jabba. The yeah, that makes sense. What makes, makes so it sense. sci-fi and not fantasy? Why is well, Harry Potter so fantasy and not sci-fi? What I told. Ollie, when we were talking about it, I said, if you went into a bookstore, there would be a separate sci-fi and a separate fantasy section. So mm. there is a distinction. So I the guess book, we, the we could ask the bookstore analogy how they do me. it. That's, why, uh, that's, that's the analogy that kind of helped Are me. You? And I, I really fucking want to be a wizard. I was just, I, was, I had the best time. I had the best time in my costume. I loved it. You had a big Surprising that no one was, took on the best fantasy TV show, Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Season I, two out. Yeah. You know, I, I thought about trying to do some... Um, Name of the wind as and go as Quoff. Is that his name? Quoff. Quoff. But I thought like no one would really get it. But now looking back on it, I kind of wish I had done it because I would have just probably worn like a red wig and then just like I would have been like kind of like a bard type mm. vibe because he, you know, the, the silver pipes. Yeah, and a yeah, like that actually would have also been a good. really cool sword too. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll have to do it again. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do like just fantasy every year. Yeah, because you know why it's great? great because it's near Halloween, so everyone can get a costume. Yeah, you can go to the Halloween store to get, get your costume. <laughs> Which is really and... nice. Practice the next morning was not super enjoyable. I, when I went to bed that night and we had a meeting at 8.30 the next morning, I was like... But yeah, Riz planned that deliberately too. I thought, do we really have a meeting the next morning? Why did we Why did we host a party tonight? We should have done We should have done Friday, I think. Friday would have been a good Friday week. or Saturday would have given us... More, more prepared, I think yeah. would have been great. Because then we went first day of training and then into the summit. And then once you're in the summit, it's like... It's like you're so busy every day. A lot day. of energy as well. A lot of so energy we, were, we were just wiped. So I think there's probably a good transition into a bit of a talk about the summit and our first week of training, which training was very basic this week for all of us because first week back because of the summit. Uh, I don't even know what to say about the summit. It was. I, I personally think it was great. It's cool to... It's crazy to me when I went to the first one, it was like 100 on employees, 10 athletes. And this year it's 100 on athletes, like 10 employees. So that was Taking cool to see more athletes there, a lot of global athletes. Um, ben Funnigan, Kieran Lum, Sam Ellis, Hannah Steelman, Aaliyah Miller, like all these different athletes, Courtney Wayman. It was great to like kind of see them and recap the year, but also be able to be engaged in some cool stuff coming up with on in the next year. Um, I always feel like it goes too long though. I think like three, four days is like long. Like two days would be great, but I guess it's tiring. like really hard to like jam it all together because you want to get the most out of each like segment yeah if you're going to be together one time a year i guess you have to try and make the most out, most of, out it. of it yeah but so it was pretty well put together yeah. very well put together Some very cool stuff in well, the future for the brand and the team yeah it definitely like when you when you go through it you leave very excited very excited about and and about everything it's a good like, way to kick off the year the for shoes sure. yeah. the apparel the plant all the plans for oac and all that everything is very exciting so Nothing that we can really share except for, yeah, we're excited about all that stuff. And uh, our new race uniforms look sick. They look. They really do. They look very cool. Definitely they, the they best ones we've had. Uh, we had a little photo shoot in it yesterday, so very excited for everyone to see that. I don't think we'll be racing in it until like late indoors maybe or 
how doors are. I couldn't. I didn't really understand. Well, you guys will find out. You'll find out. You'll know it when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all pretty good. Uh, anything else from the summit? You guys um, had your first workout. Yeah, I had, I had my first first workout. Actually, I did a workout. Yeah, we were working out at the same time. Yeah, we I, worked out. You had shoe testing, and then had, we had some threshold. It was fun. Davis and Mason was actually nice. No win. I had to go in four hundreds on the train. Yeah, I felt kind of bad for you guys. Didn't love that, mm. but it was very exciting to to wear some shoe prototypes for. I don't even know next year or the next. Yeah, very some crazy stuff. So it is cool getting to do that, but having to run CC seconds in the first week of Feet first week of training because yeah. it was tough. That's kind of brutal. We had the old yeah progression run at Davidson Mesa, which I don't know how many I've done too many progression runs because I did them all like when we did them at the start of last year, but then also I did four in a row. Yeah, coming yeah. back from injury, and I think I did them all at Davidson Mesa as well. So I'm pretty over. Like it was really good, and I think this is the first time I actually did it really controlled. Which was nice, but still so over progression runs. But hey, we got another one on Sunday, so mm, we do too. I can't yeah. wait. And then next week we get back into more standard stuff, fart like and threshold or tempo. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, a great week for us. And now we just get to focus in on training for a bit, which I think we're all very happy to be just be able to get back into our routine that we've been away for for so long, which is kind of crazy to think about. It's like when you, when you're like here training and you just do the same thing every week. You feel like you feel like it's never going to end, and then you're just like away from it for so long. You kind of just crave it. Like you just want to be back. Just the stability of it for sure. So that's I think everyone's back in that kind of vibe, which is a good way to feel. I think starting the year, so we're all excited for that. And I'm not sure how long this episode has been going on for, and I'm a little scared because we could probably talk about this last topic for a very long time. But I think we need at least give our two cents on it there's been some new news as we said before in the the icu the ingebrigtsen world uh ollie sent it to us ollie do you want to give the lowdown yeah so obviously there's been a lot of speculation in the running world about what the relationship is between gert and um heinrich philip and jakob um because they we knew that they had parted ways um a little while back and obviously Jakob and Heinrich and Philip have been trained themselves, been very successful. We haven't heard much of why this has occurred. People have been speculating and rumoring about it, but um, the three the three Ingies released a statement and it was a pretty powerful one. It was about abuse, um, physical abuse, violent abuse towards them and, and maybe other members of their family um, in growing up in it, into that kind of system, uh, being athletes and being kind of scared. Um, in general, which was quite, uh, you know, surreal. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, because you very heavy for me personally. Like, it's to me, it's it's, one thing that's amazing is the way Yaku's been able to perform um, throughout all this. Because after winning the Olympic gold medal with your dad, you probably think, well, this is the setup. This is the setup that's got me Olympic gold, and to be able to move past that with his brothers and still be he's now better athlete than he was back then like it's pretty crazy like the mental style that you just don't see um and Gert, Gert responded to the article that the boys put out kind of saying that they want their peace they want their privacy but they also want people that are around this environment to to not be speculated anymore to not, just to kind of move on from this this is the separation this is why let's move on uh Gert kind of said this is incorrect I have you know 
bad situations as a father or as a coach, but I've never been fired. I've never had those tendencies. And um, you're saying that it was false. So yeah, reading the article, was, it, was a, it was an interesting read and it was a tough read. Obviously, it didn't give a lot because of, I think, privacy, but um, to have that information come out, it's, it's, it's massive news. Yeah. Particularly for like one of the most, literally the most successful family in track and field in distance. Can't imagine how it's been received in Norway because they're like you know the Kardashian stars in Norway, and Gert would also, in his own way, be a massive figure as part of Mm -hmm. it all. But like for us, like being uh, in like the world that we are, like we kind of had all heard like the rumors about it, and it's it's such a weird one because like you're like yeah, Gert, that guy seems really intense. Like yeah, like I mean you can you can kind of like believe it as like bad as that sounds to say but it still was just like i guess like it would suck for them to have all these rumors because i don't think they had ever said anything publicly like confirming or denying exactly why they left i'm not sure like i can't remember now like how they would answer those questions they said no i remember when when um there was speculation that girl might be sick Oh yeah, that's, yeah, um, and, yeah, and then yeah. something came up about Gert saying, like they're saying, "Oh, you still coached by by your father?" Yeah, and Jakob said no, and, and that then, was it. That was that was it. That's all I said. And then in the last year, well, this past season, things got way more tense. Like I think the first year, it was like no one really gave it too much extra thought. But this past year, with Gert co- coaching Nordas, mm. and we were hearing all these things about the Norwegian team. I mean, Josh Kerr talked about it a lot. Uh, how like weird it was like getting the medal and stuff and it became a really big like like battle between the two sides where like i think they were kind of like a lot of people started to paint Jakob as like this like mm. you know like not a prima donna kind of like like he was like really like picky because he had said like he didn't want to be around like nordas yeah. and his i think dad. he had requested for good not to be allowed into the oslo stadium for yeah. the diamond league this year it wasn't allowed to be part of the Norwegian Federation. Yeah. Like a lot of time and then, and then now it makes yeah. you know, more sense that why they he wanted that separation and and I mean I feel like I respect that. Yeah, I think that's and I what, feel like it should be up to the end. Yeah, because they tried to paint it because no one knew the exact truth. They people tried to paint it as like He's just like a prima donna. He just doesn't want people that he doesn't like around him. And that's what he mentioned. That's what they, they mentioned, mentioned about like Nave. Like he was just didn't want it because yeah. he didn't want to get beaten by a, yeah. like this other guy. Like that yeah. his dad's coaching, but it they, was a lot more. Than they that. wanted to mention that was one of the main points in the article that was interesting. Was they they wanted peace for him. They wanted him to be able to compete and have fun and be a competitor. But they stand by their statement that girl was abusive. They don't want anything to do with him. They want him removed um, from there from their space, from their life, from their professional careers. And uh, I think now we're looking back on it, particularly personally being around Jakob as an athlete. Ever since he left Gert, he's extremely different, much more friendly. And he's also been seen to have a good time. He went out in Zurich and was socializing with people. He'd never didn't done that before from what I've heard from other athletes. So it does seem like he's had more freedom to be able to be himself and to enjoy his journey as a professional athlete and as a person as well. Um, yeah, I don't know all the interworkings of them, but it feels like Jakob is still lucky enough, one, to be blessed, to be so mature for his age, but I think his brothers and stuff must be really good. Like, he's clearly still got a lot of really good people around and him. And a like good family support structure. And, yeah, yeah like, he's, he's like, it's good that he still has that because it is, You, I think we always forget how young he is. Mm. I can't imagine, like, personally, if I was that amazing and then I was going through something so serious at 
like yeah at that age it'd be so hard to do it but up to this point like he's done so amazing so credit to them uh but yeah gert denies it so it's like still a little bit I mean, someone I guess, someone's lying someone's wrong yeah someone's so, lying which is like not great yeah. still because you don't know like i guess the full truth but i think it's hard not to believe the brothers so i agree um i saw something come up it might have been a rumor or a tweet but apparently the older brother are saying that the brothers are lying oh that one of the brothers well there's, there's another older brother yeah not a runner yeah no, not a runner. Yeah. he's saying that <laughs> they're, they're on the younger they're, they're lying that's oh, what he's saying so th- there's gonna, gonna be a lot crazy. of drama this is gonna be huge in norway you're right it's yeah. gonna be all over like the media is gonna be hounding it down mm. and this is going to be interesting going to 24 because Nordas is bronze yeah. and Jakob is was silver. They, they're going to be at the Olympics. There's no one, there's no three Norwegians beating those guys. They're going to be at the Olympics. They're going to be in the boats together. What's going to happen with the coaching situation? Is Nordas going to have to just not have Gert there because of these allegations from the Ingebrigtsen Russians? And is Jakob going to have to deal with his father being at the Olympics in the village when he's said that he's been abusive to him? Like, that's something that Norway Federation is going to have to like. Yeah, it's a shit show. Yeah, because you don't know. It's a who say who thing. I believe the brothers personally, but it's yeah. crazy. Like that's crazy because that's that's going to be. Yeah, it's they they're going to be metal potential people, and it's yeah, that's going to be wild. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I did. It's it's crazy that you bring that up, but it does make sense because I remember when I saw Nordas working out in Kievana, and he was on the bike. Um, and Gert was on the bike. I don't know the wife's name, but she was there. Like, and the youngest, and one of their sons was there. So, like, the rest of the family is all just like still together, doing their thing and being supportive of each other. I guess so. That's mm-hmm. tough. Mm. But yeah, it's crazy that they had a reality TV show for five years going into this as well. And it's crazy that the first episode was I think Jakob started to train with the brothers, and the last was him winning the Olympic gold medal. <laughs> yeah, good way to end it. You can't write it out any better than <clears throat> yeah. that. But now it's gone. Crazy and it continues. Yeah, it's just sad. I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't have any experience with anything like that, so I can't really speak on it that much. But um, very impressive how the brothers carry themselves from what from what we see out. I mean, to be honest, like I hate to say it because it probably sounds a bit shitty, but like that's what's like they're great. They're, they're, that's why they're they're great. That's why they're, he's the best runner in the world because he can deal with something like that. You know, we'd love to have to one show. of them on. Yeah, yeah we'd love if to have anyone's listening if we either any one of them is listening we'd yeah. love to have any of you on but yeah. i think i think it just shows you why like oh like what makes Jakob so different to me by winning a world championship i mean look what he's yeah. dealt with and look how mature he is at his age yeah. like you got to give credit to that um and the brothers as well and their support structure but we'll, i guess this will unfold this is not the end i'm yeah. sure stuff will come through um but yeah, I mean, that's going to be all over the Norwegian media. Yeah. Crazy. Most of our fan base is in Norway, so that's why we're covering it. <laughs> <laughs> you could call us Norwegian media. Yeah, we're, we're, like the, we're like the Norwegian media in the US yeah. by Australians and a Kiwi. So. We'll have Norwegian subtitles for this episode. Yeah. 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 So thank you to everyone listening to us from Norway. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for us. A nice little evening episode for the boys. Mm. Gearing up for a big one, a very big one next week. Uh, we'll have some exciting things coming, which I don't think we'll reveal any of it now, but maybe along the week you'll get some sneak peeks. But that's it for episode 99.9. I'm not even sure if at the start of the episode I said what number it was. It's 99.9. Our fans know. Our fans know. 99.9. But uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.